it's wild like how good our wide receiver room is and how stacked it is and everybody's like this right like everybody's gonna dive behind everybody don't it doesn't matter who you are if you're in that room with us we're like we're diving behind each other Welcome to the Verdant Verdict, where we bring you sports talk on the go. I'm your host, Jacob Verdant. We're sponsored by Honest Age. And today I'm glad to have our buddy Jack Besh back in the studio for the second time. He's coming in here, running up a part two. We got a lot more to catch up on. Uh, how you been feeling so far? How you been enjoying fall camp? Man, I've been feeling good. Fall camp was definitely a lot of fun, but now it's over. Season, about two weeks out, a little less than that, so... It's getting real for sure. Not a real fun start. Yeah. Y'all been preparing a lot. I got to see y'all out there at practice and, you know, even meet some players popping in and out of the interview room. I noticed that the structure of this camp was seemed a whole lot, you know, everything was a whole lot clearer. Everything was really cohesive. What would you have to say about, you know, what Brian Kelly has done to the whole structure of the team? Yeah, no, he, he's definitely done, like, he definitely has done some different things, obviously, from last year. Um, you know, I felt like he's done a really good job with, like, keeping our legs fresh always. I feel like every time we get out that field, like, we're ready to go. Um, you know, nobody's out there, like, slouching because they're sore and tired or nothing. Like, we're always we're always real energized. Our bodies are always feeling real good. Um, you know, we have some really awesome trainers that always get us right, you know, after before practice, whenever it is. Um, you know, and I, I feel like as, you know, athletes at this level, you need that, that, you know, that rest time to get your body re-energized and, you know, like, reset um, you know, I feel like he's done a really good job with that. So, how are you feeling? At, you know, I know you had some shin splints, little injuries. Seems like you recover and you were in pads for the scrimmage on Saturday. So I assume you, you know, you're getting back to that hundred percent mark. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was a little hiccup, but nothing crazy at all. Um, I was just really excited to be able to scrimmage, um, get to show a little bit of what I could do uh, on that fall scrimmage. Because, like I said, we're about less than two weeks out so it's time to really get back in that mode of really like you know like playing football yeah going full speed right. so what what do you think about you know the whole deep wide receiver room LSU really kept a lot of guys together brought in some guys you got Kyron Lacey you got Keyshawn Booty yourself Malik Neighbors Jeray everybody everybody seems to be you know buying in going crazy getting better faster stronger mm-hmm. how much would you attribute that to you know guys off season work or uh Cortez Hankton or whatever yeah. the case may be. Well, first thing, it's wild, like, how good our wide receiver room is and how stacked it is, and everybody's like this. Right. Like, everybody's going to dive behind everybody. Don't It doesn't matter who you are. If you're in that room with us, we're, like, we're diving behind each other. Like, nothing could really, like, break us or set us apart, and I think that's been good for us because it just brought in a lot of healthy competition. Like, you know, nobody's getting envious. Um, you know, we want the best kids in the field that are going to help us win, and everybody knows that. Um, you know, we push each other to that point. You know, we try to do that every practice. You know, every time we're in the film room, whatever it is, holding each other accountable. Um, and definitely Coach Hanky Car- and Coach Carter have definitely, you know, like have held us to that standard and have put us there, you know, to help us reach our new limits and to keep striving, to keep reaching. And I noticed how much leadership has played a big role in that. And, and you, as a returning player, you have a little more experience than most, whether it be a, a Kyron Lacey or what have you. How have you helped mold these guys and, and, and bring them into the LSU way of, of things? Yeah, I think that's why our room is so special, because everybody's a leader. Everybody's going to get everybody going. It's not just, like, one guy in the room that's kind of, like, you know, like, telling everybody. It's everybody. It's like if one person does sees the other person doing something wrong, he's going to tell them something. He's not going to wait for 
you know, somebody else to say something. I think that's what makes our room like this, like I was talking about. Nice accountability. And uh, you had, you know, your fair share of media through SEC Media Day. Describe how that went and that whole journey and, and how that was being yeah. selected. It was definitely a pretty cool experience and opportunity to go, you know, as a sophomore. It was definitely a lot of media was there for sure. Um, it was definitely just a really cool experience to go to Atlanta, um, you know, get to see what what everything's really about um, and just have that experience. It's definitely something I won't forget. And it shows how much trust that they have in you as a player, especially when, you know, they're putting you in a transition from tight end to wide receiver. You're getting put in there with, with all the skill and, and with Cortez to really benefit you as a player and help you grow and fit into, you know, your potential. What would you say about how Coach has helped you throughout this transition? Oh, he's helped me a lot. I've learned so much from Coach Hank. You know, he's taught me about, you know, coverages, um, you know, different keys, different ways to read coverages and know what the defense is about to do, route running, um, you know, different ways of how to catch the ball in different situations. Um, you know, like he's just can help me with my game really in the 360 view uh, viewpoint. So was there any difficulty transferring or transforming from tight end to wide receiver or is everything kind of more along the same? It was really like if you watched last year, I was at the top, I was at the wide position. But if you watched me like and you didn't know that, you would have thought I was at the slot receiver position right you couldn't really i didn't really do much of the tight end stuff i mean i obviously did a couple slice blocks and stuff like that but like i wasn't really ever handing the ground blocking a c-gap cut out you know what i mean so so now you're just fitting more into your game and what you're comfortable now i'm just true just only running routes you know and only focusing on my footwork um like i said reading different coverages and just knowing what to do in different situations and having a deep wide receiver room will honestly be a blessing in the skies because oh, yeah. you'll have guys getting doubled. You'll have a lot of coverage being shifted yeah. towards one especially side. Especially the guys we have in our room because everybody's a beast. Exactly. Don't put one on anybody because you're going to get burned. And you, <laughs> you got a lot of guys, you know, on the watch list for that blink cough. You know, Sean got announced at the preseason mm-hmm. watch list. But it's no, you know, it would be no question in my mind whether guys like you or Malik could pop their name in that throughout the year. Y'all definitely have uh, a lot of potential and whatnot. What What is Hankton and Kelly and Brock said to y'all to help y'all reach that. You know how 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 early on did it did it take for y'all to realize y'all had something special brewing? I think we've been knowing since our class got here. You know me, Malik, BT, and Chris. Um, I think whenever we all came in together, we were like, we definitely got something cooking in the crock pot. Like I definitely feel like we knew something was special. You know was going to be taking place, and just the more we've grown with each other. The more we push and got better, the more it's kind of unfolding. The clearer it's getting, the more we're seeing that. And it's it's really helping the offense become versatile. LSU is gonna you know look to branch out. It seems like Denbrock's heading in a situation where he wants you know if the play breaks down, y'all able to recreate something, make something happen out of nothing. <clears throat> Definitely. Big a big talk has been you know the the quarterback situation, but I've I've you know heard throughout that Brian Kelly said you know it's possible that two guys play. And it might be, you know, they'll make a decision here soon. But at the same time, that decision's not permanent. Someone can come in and out. How does that affect the wide receiver's game? Do you just stay bought in? The scheme stays the same? Goal stays the same? Yeah, everything stays the same. Um, you know, we're out there running routes and catching the ball. It, you know, it doesn't matter if it's who's throwing us the football. Um, you know, we believe and put all faith in the coaches. They're going to make the right decision and picking the quarterback. We have no doubt in our mind they're going to make the right decision. And whoever, you know, ends up being the guy, we know they're going to be more than capable of doing special things for us. 
Right. And both both candidates, you know, have, have made leaps and bounds in the in their game since they've arrived here at, at fall camp and, and spring camp especially. You know, I, I've seen someone, you know, you're real close with Garrett Nussmeyer grow exponentially since last season. And I, I really like his pocket presence, his arm. How, what would you say about Garrett and how he's grown and just kind of, you know, witnessing that firsthand, someone develop their game and just, you know, blossom into the star they can be? Yeah. Um, like you said, I kind of – he came in the spring. I came in during the summer, obviously. But so I'm, I really was there with him almost from the beginning. But no, he's definitely grown a lot. You know, just um, a lot mentally. He was always physically. You know, he always had a good, strong arm, could move. But I think you know he's really taken big strides in his middle game, and he's worked for it. And what I like about Nuss is, you know, he said in the media availability last week how him and Jaden, you know, they're, they're buddies. There's no bad blood uh, no. in anything. No like position. That's what makes really not only our room special, but their room special too. There was never, even with Miles, there was never, ever any animosity. Everybody was just pushing each other to get better. Right. And, you know, you even had times where they had the, the college showcase at the Manny Passing Academy where Miles and Walker and, and, and Nuss and, and all Jaden were all there together, you know, laughing, having fun with the wideouts. It seems like the there's no animosity, there's no mm-hmm. bad blood, like Nuss said. It, everyone's bought in for one common goal, and that's what I think is going to carry LSU into a pretty strong 2022 season. What do you feel about this this year? You got 100. Some- I know I couldn't have said it better. I definitely agree. I think, you know, I think we're going to uh, turn a lot of heads, and I'm excited for it. That's really all I got to say. I'm just excited for the season to start. I just show everybody, you know, what's been behind those doors for the past, you know, six months. And I've gotten blessed to see, you know, some sneak peeks of what's behind those doors. And it is really special. I think a lot of the question marks that I had in last year would be, you know, injuries, a couple of defensive things here and there, quarterback situation. But, you know, they're all getting addressed and the structure, the new schemes, the new coaches, everyone's on the same page and everyone's bought in. Um, what do you think about, you know, that defensive line that we talked about the defense, the foundation the of the sickest. defense seems to be, you know, that, that front four. Yeah. With- I mean, if you have a strong front four, it it can, like, I think we have really good defensive backs. But, like, having a really strong, if, put it this way, like, instead of saying something, I'm going to explain it. If you have a really strong front four or five, whatever it may be, which we do, it, like, if you just think about it, you got them and they're putting pressure on the quarterback every play. So, the quarterbacks don't have to guard as long as if you had a weak front four, you know what I mean? So now the cornerbacks only have to, you know, guard up for a couple of seconds because that D-line's already going to be putting pressure on the quarterback every play. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's going to help. Having those front four is just going to help the whole defense out tremendously just because how little time the opposing quarterback is going to have to do something with the ball. And Coach House said in his media availability how it'll make everything more multiple and how right, when he came at LSU, his first goal was to make everything understandable. He said the most important piece of the puzzle is going to be the cohesiveness like Brian right. Kelly spoke with as well. Uh, so with that being the main focus, it, it seems like LSU's prime for success. And it seems like, at least in my opinion, that you know they've had their best chance in years. Last three head coaches LSU's hired have all got the job done. I wouldn't think that you know this fourth one and Brian Kelly wouldn't be able to do the same. And with the talent that y'all have and the coaches that y'all have, I think it's definitely possible. Y'all also have you know good influence from former players, the NFL LSU side of things. You have Tyron Matthew coming mm-hmm. here. What did he come talk to y'all about, and just how did he help mold that attitude in the team? Yeah, he so he came talk to us you know a couple of months ago. Um, and I remember from his talk, you know, he got me fired up 
He, I think he got everybody ready to run through a wall. If you listen to Tyrant talk, it doesn't matter who you ask. They're all going to say that. They're all going to say just that. It makes you just want to run through a wall. He just talked to us about, like, how it means so much more. Like, it means a lot to us, but it means, like, something for all the kids in New Orleans, all the kids, you know, from our all of our hometowns. It means so much just for the state of Louisiana. Like, um, I mean, people don't say want to say that we don't got we don't have pressure on us, but I mean, we do. If you look at it, we do have pressure on us. You know, like where else you there's a standard, and we have to meet that. Hundred um, percent. You know, and I think I think he he really set that in our mind. He just like talked to us about being dogs, about things get hard, and if it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, and like how one of the most effective things to have is that grit. Because if you have grit and you're gonna keep going when nobody else want to wants to keep going, then you know, the the heights you could reach are going to be endless. Because if you could keep going full speed when the guy across from you can only go about 50%, you're going to kill him. 100%. You've also had a lot of influence with, you know, you got to meet Odell Beckham. That was huge, I'm sure. What, what kind of take me through that, what, what that was like? Yeah, no, we just hung out with Odell for a little bit. He just kind of, we just kicked it back with him, hung out. Um, yeah, we we didn't do much. We just kind of. Chilled and just got yeah, to just enjoy chill, the time talk with. a little bit, you know, shot the, shoot the, you know, how the same yeah. goes. But, uh, but no, he was real cool. You know, he definitely took us in, you know, all being wide receivers from, from over here at LSU. He took us in like we were family. And and that's what it's all about, family. You also got to work out with Jamar Chase. It seems like that, that family aspect at LSU keeps everyone together and they just want to see the best product on the field because at definitely. the end of the day, like Tyra Matthews said, they're still fans, you know. They're still fans of the school, fans of of right. y'all. They they want to see the product succeed. So, I mean, talking about Tyra Matthew and that Saints LSU has a stack wide receiver room, but the Saints got one too. Facts. The Saints are looking. Saints going to be crucial. cold this year for sure. You Saints know, definitely be cold. You trust Jameis Winston behind the pocket? You think he can get the job done? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, He's a lot of people sleep on him. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm worried about that injury. I hope he can stay healthy. Yeah, the that Saints is. got a lot of roadblocks potentially throughout this year. You know, with Alvin Kamara yeah. might be suspended or whatnot. I think that, they're gonna be good. I think they're really good. I so. agree. I I got to you know go to the Saints training camp for a little bit, and I was kind of witnessing you know Olave. I think Olave is a sleeper. Chris Olave from Ohio State. Oh yeah, he's gonna be a dog. He there was this play with him, and uh, he he was getting guarded by CD, and he gets he gets it over the back shoulder, catches it one handed with CD guarding him. I mean, rookie year, like doing that to people who are already established, people who are mouthpieces of elite defenses. Yeah, that that's really impressive. A lot of impressive things been happening in sports, like USC, Kamara Usman getting. Getting the piss kicked out of him on that one. He, the thing was really though, he really should have won. I mean, he really beat dude up the whole fight. He, it was and then just got close. rocked yeah. in the head. I, he got it, that's what's Dude, crazy the last about a couple the UFC. more minutes. He was gonna win. It was like Leon Edwards. The 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 alternate reality is Leon loses. Leon never gets a title shot again. He's probably never back at the top. And then a, a split perfect. Perfect form kick just wins him the belt, ends a fifteen fight. Win Got streak. my boy looking at the space. Yeah, he was sitting there Wild, with, with, with a blank I didn't think Usman was gonna. He's cold, but me either. I he really beat dude the whole fight, and then he just got kicked and got knocked out. Do you think this opens the door for Colby Covington to go in and grab the welterweight title now? I think it's gonna give him a shot. Do you think he'd be able to knock off Leon? Leon's got just as much perfect form as Usman. It's just you know he, he it's a little bit different. He's on the feet, yeah. which is Colby's weaker weaker aspect. 
It is going to be a good fight. It, it, it will be. I, I can't wait till my boy Dustin Poirier gets back in the ring, though. Yeah, the diamond. Dustin, yeah. He, yeah. he's. Uh, I, I was disappointed in that Olivier fight, but Olivier is a monster oh, matchup yeah. for anybody. Oliveira is cold. He's, he's like that, too. But I'm, I'm excited to see him get back in the ring. I want to see him. Gregor Poirier part four. You think they should run that back? What? It's not finished yet. They still it's got that rivalry. Finished. Yeah, no. That, I mean, finished. that trilogy, they had no closure in that. They only fought for about four minutes and then it snaps his leg. So no, I don't. Yeah, there was. I, I want to see Dustin do his thing against, against McGregor. I think McGregor would be insane to take that fight after what happened in the trilogy. I think that Dustin's going to beat him. If they yeah. fight 10 times, Dustin's winning 8 out of 10 at least. It's yeah. it's not looking good he's for cold. Connor. I'll play with him on UFC. I mean, he just, he's That's okay in that game. He just, <laughs> he just mauls everybody. We, nobody in the house can even use him anymore. He's so good. He's a cheat code. He's just a cheat code. He's on the ban list. Facts. He's so cold. Man, I like Tyson Fury in that heavyweight division. That that six foot nine, that big wingspan, man, that's rough right there. John LeBone Jones. John, yeah, that's I my wish. Boy. Johnny Bones, man, Johnny Bones. Yeah, I think he's the goat, bro. He never lost. Got that DQ. That don't count. That don't count. You got to beat him. Nah, to yeah, beat him, man, got to beat him. Qualification definitely doesn't count. No. So Not anything you got to say going forward? Anything you know to look out for for Jack Bash and any projects you got? Uh. Not much right now, you know, just kind of slow rolling, um, just really focused on the season. Getting focused on the year. There. Yeah. Big year ahead for Jack yeah, Besh. Y'all make sure to follow the Verdant Verdict. We got exclusive LSU coverage coming all season. We got more player interviews like this, and we got a whole lot more to share with y'all. Subscribe down below. Links to our socials. Y'all have a good day.